Hello, welcome. One second, we're gonna pause. Second, second thing of editing in this entire podcast. There was nothing serious. I just completely forgot to, like, Warn announce. Your yeah, yeah. I'm honestly sneaky like that. Wow. Um. So it is the eighth episode of the Deck and Wand. Uh, it is we are reviewing the uh, episode seven, uh, Gemini. No, no, no. I lied. You're Gemini. correct. Oh, never mind. I'm correct. I'm entirely correct. Gemini one. I am still ruled by Mercury. Lied about lying. I what? I did lie about lying. I, it was very inceptional. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna review Gemini one first. The Sparks notes ruled by Mercury and Jupiter, and the. Chaldean and triplicity, or sorry, triplicity and Chaldean in that order. Mercury is triplicity, Jupiter is. Yeah. Nope. Wait, is it? Correct. Yes. Jupiter yes. is by, by Chaldean. Listen, guys, I'm not over the retrograde. It's going to stick with me for a while. That's what the post shadow period is about. Last time I was experiencing this intensity, I had just gotten into astrology and I was like, things yeah. aren't real but no they are mercury is technically direct they are still in the relative 12th of their domicile and so slow very slow i yes. believe it's moving half a degree a day which is 50 percent speed if if even that checking time now change time slider today it's moving a third of a degree per day. Killer. Yep. Very slow. Yep. And it'll build up to half a degree by the time it enters Gemini. So it's slow in the 12th of its domicile. It's a morning star, so it'll bring that slowness a little quicker. But, hmm, Jesus, we're out here in the Mercury wilds. <laughs> So, we'll be recapping Gemini 1. We will be recapping Gemini 1. And to start, um, there was a win for um, evil and wonderful people on the internet. Um, that Wait, wait, we, no, no, that's, that's this. That's it this did second. happen this decan. I just want to foreshadow it for when we discuss it next, uh, like okay, next okay. week. Okay, um, sure. There was a win that we'll talk about very soon and we'll talk about later in the, in the thing and how we're rejoicing about it and then we'll talk about next episode and <laughs> it's a fun really thing not a out. politically significant thing, oh yeah so. yeah no worries well it's a it's a little i just want to make that explicit anything that thwarts the cult of jared leto is politically <laughs> significant well i mean okay that's fair until saturn and pisces comes and takes them out of but yeah the, yeah yeah anyways the the trolls on the internet uh, got the famously uh, low received um, Morbius movie to return to theaters. It had left theaters sooner than one would expect. I didn't even realize it was gone until they announced that it was coming back. And <laughs> shout out people. And we'll talk about the, how that went. Um, in the next later, second episode. In the next yeah. second episode. It's real stuff that happened. Actual stuff in the world. Yeah, chronologically, first we have uh, the recording recognition uh, by the World Health Organization of the monkeypox outbreak, uh, first in the United Kingdom and now also in the United States and probably other places. Mm-hmm. But um, to the best of our knowledge at this time, uh, it is um, almost exclusively a sexually transmitted disease or uh, a disease communicated from uh, animal to human and therefore it will not be a pandemic like coronavirus is. Yes, so don't, don't mix blood, wear a condom, 
So I'm sorry if you were planning a big get together with all of your dear friends and you would become blood brothers and drink each other's uh, like do the little like wrist also, to wrist thing. Don't, don't do that. Also don't slash your palm because you can damage your tendons. Oh yeah, don't do that either. Prick your palm. Yeah, yeah, or prick your just, finger. Yeah. But or just, for, not for now. Not for the next while. Yes, not for the next while. If you need to trade bodily fluids, just wear a vial of each other's piss on around your neck. Yeah, yeah. Because piss is sterile. No, it's not. No, it's not. Piss is not sterile. It's sterile when it comes out, and that's about it. Mm. Maybe. Considering the standard American diet, I don't think that's a true fact in the United States. Because well. <laughs> I've tasted... Uh, more toxic things. <laughs> things that are definitely not sterile. Just kidding. Huh. Battery acid. Anyhow. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah, we have that. And then um, on on the 21st, we have a couple of significant events. Uh, in America, we had a federal judge in Louisiana um, issue an injunction, which means um, a, a, you know, a legal protestation, a halting of the Biden administration's plans to reverse and dissolve uh, Title 42, which is basically itself a uh, an absolute halt of asylum seekers coming from uh, the Mexican border, which uh, is terrible and horrific, and I hate it. And yeah. it's, you know, it was part of the ongoing genocide against my people as a Latin woman, but, you know... Uh, <laughs> That is, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Period. Full the, stuff, yeah. the 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 astral clock in it the will sky. That it does. It. I hope that, it, and hopefully, it will be fixed. That was going to point to Jupiter since he's tied to this decade or the past decade, and mm. Jupiter in Aries conjunct Mars is. There's power. There's power, given to violent people. And judges, Jupiter is taking the side. Yeah. But, but also that... potentially there is um, a force force of action granted to uh, ethical people as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So to like, don't let the like. If the, the astrology will always be able to say, "Oh, this is why this bad thing is happening," but there will also always be a way of like, here's how this bad thing can be dismantled because every planet has a weakness. Every planet has a thing that it must break or sway to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Also on the 21st, uh, we had an uh, Australian federal election where uh, Labour won. Which uh, is, you know, a, a mixed bag because uh, labor in Australia is currently uh, quite anemic and um, led by a centrist who is flirting with transphobia. But uh, hey, at least they're not fucking conservatives. Yeah. Neoliberals, yay! yay. Win those elections. <laughs> Maybe do something. Oh, no, that's too hard for you. Oh, well, we'll we'll get you in the next election. But, yeah, you know, literally better than nothing. Better Um, than nothing. Better than... The nothing is what we would have gotten with the conservative party. So, anyhow. Or or the worse than nothing. Yeah. And also the first round on May the 29th of the Colombian presidential election was held, um, but... No candidate got 50% of the vote, and so we have moved to a runoff, which will be held on June the 19th, between uh, a leftist former mayor of Bogota, uh, Gustavo Petro, and um, a, a, I assume, right-wing populist former mayor of uh, Bucaramanga, Rodolfo Hernandez Suarez. And then um, also in, in U.S. news specifically, uh, we have... First, the bad stuff, um, or a, you know, mixed bag kind of stuff. We had um, a walkout uh, in response to the uh, Uvalde shooting uh, in a uh, 
yeah, a countrywide student walkout. Uh, and we had protests at the NRA uh, annual convention on uh, May the 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, so neither of those things directly amounted to anything yet, obviously, but uh, it is a good sign that people are um, vocally upset and protesting visibly about yeah. an intolerable state of being. And then uh, in happier, uh, brighter news, on May the 25th, uh, Twitter shareholders cast a levy, uh, sorry, uh, cast a class action lawsuit, pardon me, against uh, Elon Musk for market manipulation over his attempted acquisition of Twitter. Yes, yes. I was going to say the D word, but the D word is not good on podcasts. So. <laughs> I won't be saying that. Know that I respect anyone who would like to enact that keyword upon Elon Musk. No, I don't mean dick. Or Wayne Lobby. The verb. The deep verb, please. Um, or Justice Alito. Or Justice Thomas. Or Truly, <laughs> truly, Mars and Aries people. can join Jupiter. Direct that action to someplace. Um, someplace that is beneficial to the world. Sometimes maleficence is necessary. Now that's 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 enough of Sean go out of me. Yeah. Um but I do want to touch on the bad stuff again because oh, okay, okay. I uh it is uh, one of the uh the, that is an intense thing. I don't know whether I should share it. I'm gonna pause again for a little a little consultation with my co-host for a second. With great deliberation. It's three days later, actually. I lie. Right. Um, but I have decided not to mention the thing because it would be in four days. Okay. And I am saying this on the recording because transparency that I do not understand the world and need other people to be here with me so that I can better understand do not understand the world in its entirety I know a lot I know a lot actually Uh, certainly but yeah (laughs) yeah so that is we will end on the good note of Elon Musk has losing money the other capitalism has properly eaten itself again like we saw with the GameStop thing and where I called a bunch this. of dirtbags hit a bunch of dirtbags. Emerald did call this um, that the Twitter investors were, would uh, not allow it. Yeah. Are, I did not call this from an astrological perspective just because I know how capitalism works. <laughs> yeah. Capitalism isn't a Roboros that will eventually run out of snake teeth. It's a it's a finite robots. The snake that's eating itself. Yeah. Because what is capitalism but stress? Absolutely. And snakes Absolutely. eat themselves without stress. <laughs> with, with I mean without capitalistic stress. And on that note, cruelty, Mars. <laughs> it's decade. <laughs> this is the decan ruled by Luna and Mars? No, which Venus is... and Mars. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the wrong. That's the opposite Deccan is ruled by Luna and Mars. This Deccan is ruled by Venus and Mars. Because the next air sign after Gemini is Venus. Hmm. Venus rules Libra. Huh. Actually, the next Deccan is, uh, or the opposite Deccan is Luna and Mercury. But yeah. Oh, then there's or a. No, wait. Thing. Oh, no, you're right. Luna and Mars. Actually, Pardon my brain. Cool, no but, worries. Yes, Mars and Venus for this one. Um, Mars by by uh, Chaldean order, Venus by triplicity um, schema, and uh, it was named uh, by Crowley cruelty, uh, which is a an extrapolation of the Golden Dawn name, despair and cruelty, or you know a simplification really. Yeah, interpolation. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah interpolation yeah. is when you assume a, a point in the center. Hmm. Um. um our image for the the nine of blades by um writer waits writer waits smith is uh a figure awaking from sleep 
appearing to be uh, jostled by a nightmare with uh, knives above and beyond behind them nine nine blades above and behind them not pointing downwards but pointing off to the side um rightwards uh, in the same thinking, direction why did i buy at. this many swords i don't even know how to use them god oh, damn it um, I, the, this is a funny that, no, this, that's the main joke that everyone tells. It's I see, it I is see. hilarious. I did not, I did not hear you. Um, and then uh, the the Thoth uh, or the Crowley Lady Lady Freela deck um, is uh, nine blades pointing downwards, dripping with blood. Love um, yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly, if it was up to me, uh, you know, when, when I finally draw my own tarot deck, I I plan on calling this anxiety, actually, because um, blades have to do with thoughts, with yeah. um, mental Not constructs. the eight of sorts? No. What would I, I like call? interference for the eight of blades, actually. Oh, I see. I see. Interference and then anxiety comes from the interference of just like, I didn't know a new thing could come in. What if every new thing comes in? <laughs> and then there are other decks that have... Uh, actually, I'm going to look at this deck that I have. I'm not going to name it by name because I'm about to shit talk it. But oh, one goodness. of the cards just dropped. It doesn't like me already. Uh, but the only arrows card that they named negatively was the three of arrows. Oh, cool. The, the only blades card that they named negatively was the three of blades. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. But <sighs> the nine of blades in this deck, the 10 of blades is a bonding scene. And the nine of blades is someone just looking away from the danger that's coming at them. This is the opposite of what this card is. Yeah, yeah. Is unavoidable stress or um, incontrovertible contradiction. They named the card dedication. That's really weird. What is this? That, so that's definitely not. If anything, the eight is dedication. Yeah, it's dedication to being blind. Um, but that's definitely not a deck that is um, trained after uh, the uh, Rider Waite um, designs at, or, or the, the Golden Dawn and the Hermetic ideas of Logic. the tarot yeah. of, and the breakdown of the tarot and tarot as a flashcard for the mechanisms of the universe. Um, so that's a that's a reminder to keep that in your head if you're gonna get a deck. It's like, are you sure of the lineage that this deck follows? And it's okay to have decks that don't follow the lineage of the Golden Dawn, but it's <laughs> make sure that you you should be aware are aware of it and not just like, oh, this card, this this deck says that this deck is all about dedication. No, the fuck it's not. <laughs> Um, yeah, even, um, even in the Vedic, this is a little, I'm just going to dip in real quick. Even in the Vedic, this stretch of the sky is not about dedication. It's, it dips in, it's, it's Rohini and then Rikishira, which one of the stories is that, um, Rohini ends up having to run away as a, take the form of a deer and run away mm. um, from uh, from an assailant. Um, and that's the story. That's a story. That's one story. There's more. It's a thousands of year old thing. I'm a 22 year old. Right, right. So there's always more. Not all knowledge is taught in one school. Da 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 da. And so on. I'm fallible, but I'm also awesome, you know? Anyhow. Back Certainly. to the tropical zodiac and what's um, going so on yeah. with this decade. The nine of blades. Uh, nines in in the tarot typically are associated with the moon, uh, with lunar quality, 
and um, are, are therefore uh, to do with memory, symbolic imagery, and embodied metaphor. And uh, for this, like within the, the domain of air uh, or swords, blades, right? Um, that would be like anything that materializes, crystallizes, solidifies a doctrine of um, modeling the universe, of describing things, um, of, um, you know, uh, espousing propaganda. It would be the propaganda of the deed, basically, which um, is, uh, or, or like, Uh, that term is very much tied to um, early 20th century anarchism uh, or, mm. and, and um, late 19th Psychism. Um, pardon? Uh, the, uh, the early 19th century psychism is or what I, what or, I was or, thinking oh, of? I, I think actually I do mean early 19th century anarchism. But okay. um, it has to do, uh, like, in that context, with um, mainly political assassinations that were meant mm-hmm. to inspire other political assassinations on lower levels. But um, it's really, like, to do with any um, committed representation of a philosophy in, in material existence. And, and I think that is why... Um, it, it's quick to jump to cruelty as a keyword, as this um, action, which uh, or, or you know material phenomenon, which is a reflection of a metaphysical belief, like the cruelty of the cruelty of billionaires having so much. Yeah. Like, the, imagine there's a sword shortage. And then you just have this fucking nerd sitting up alone in bed because his wife left him. Uh, (laughs) And he's like, what am I going to do with nine swords? I guess I'm just going to stab my neighbor's dog or stab my neighbor's bird or or blue thing that looks like a bird uh, but isn't a bird. That's a reference to Twitter, by the way. To expand upon the metaphor. Perhaps uh, this guy happens to have um, a large investment in an electric car company. And so he has a vested interest in um, maintaining road infrastructure and maintaining the market share of road infrastructure. And so he creates a sham company to take up all the air in the room about public transportation and he builds a flaming death trap instead of a train to keep people from building trains. Yeah. Hypothetically. 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 So cruelty is what white men do instead of beating themselves up about their anxieties. (laughs) Take their anxieties out of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, if you have gotten the urge to defend a white man that you know, or many white men that have been uh, prominent and very helpful in the fight for liberty, A, get this imaginary dick out of your mouth. B, would they want, did they consent to you having their imaginary dick in your mouth or are they actually a good ally see mm. good allies exist and none of them want you tapping for them keeping for them when you instead could be doing people, something yeah. real instead of the people they want to have better lives yeah yes yes don't yeah make sure everyone's life is better before you go on being like oh you have injured the honor of this guy that died 20 years ago or or this um, guy that pretends to want solar electricity and then uh doesn't do anything to benefit to it mars instead yeah yeah burns a lot of rocket fuel instead burns a lot of rocket fuel it would have been i would have been completely fine 
if that if that rocket was solar powered. Burns a lot of rocket fuel, polluting Just, space. And also, he sent up. Uh, he did pollute space with his uh, with his fake uh, internet scheme. Fake internet. Was it fake? Oh wow. Well, I mean, you know, like it in theory kind of half works, but it would work better if it was cables under the ground. Yeah. Instead, he just has done this weird psyop thing. And like, polluting I know that's space. That's, <laughs> polluting space with things that look just like stars. Yeah. Evil. Evil. Cruel. Cruel. I watched a video, a movie with Meryl Streep in it where it was a bunch of old people talking about like why are you guys being this and the final speech was do you know what happened today Uh, and it talked about Elon Musk sending the things into the sky and and, uh, this old woman saying we are among the very last to have seen the true night sky and this person like this Deccan, the, the sun in this Deccan brings light to the um, the overwhelmed humans tendency to deny others what is real so that they can get what is in their head out of them. Which um, I on that beg note, of Elon Musk to get a journal, <laughs> write a novel, and then I don't know, plant thirty trees, make make a make new species of trees that are, and then you can name them after characters in your novel. Like I, Elon anything Musk that's actually done. productive on record saying that carbon recapture is better than planting trees. <laughs> he legit, I saw one of the first, one of the few things I saw on Twitter before I blocked him or muted him was um, was him saying, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't know what this was. It's like, anybody have ideas for a carbon sequestering um, right, right. Something re- that we, mechanism? We do not know how to do. We have tried yeah. it and it doesn't work very well. And then uh, I was, I was like, "What is this? I don't know what this is." And then I checked the replies, and then someone's like, "You mean trees?" Yeah, really. And he he said this after he donated a million dollars to the Project Trees, <laughs> which is just like you could so easily just plant a billion trees, and that's enough pure air, that's enough carbon sequestering for thirty generations. But no, want to. Send your dick in space? No, that's just literally. That's literally what plants do. Is they take carbon dioxide out of the air to build themselves. Yes. And I the I wanna dip into next decan to make this point. Sure. I um when I I was uh showing my dad the the minor arcana and going through this decan. And he was like, why is the Ten of Swords so gruesome? It's a man laying down with ten swords in his back. And then I was mm-hmm. just, I I told him just straight up, that's the logical end. That's the end of logic. Yes, exactly. That's the, the end of logic. Because, because it's impossible to fully describe the universe. And eventually we run into a contradiction that ruins us. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's... Elon Musk is this sh- I don't like that we have an episode on Elon Musk. <laughs> it's here. My time lord is conjunct the headless woman. Well, I mean, the woman without a body. Um, so that makes sense. Um, I'm referring to the star Alcool, which is, mm. I could have just said Medusa, but Medusa is also an asteroid, probably. Anyhow, um, this de- like this Deccan speaks to um well and okay shooting up with be- being shot up by our own thoughts and whether we she like we're already torturing ourselves with our own thoughts then there there are some people who take that torture 
and rebrand it as something else for some super special rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Mars on. and Gemini can be pretty directly translated to the violence of currency and trade. That is a good point, and that's happening this year. <laughs> Ooh, eight months of Mars and Gemini. Eight that's months. right. We have a Mars retrograde in this in this sign, huh? Is it eight months? Uh, and yeah, I would just like to touch on in terms of uh, that embodied uh, metaphor or embodied metaphysics point, uh, the deity associated with this deck in, in the 36 heirs by um, Cosmos of Jerusalem is uh, Sibella, which um, in in the Hellenistic um, logic under, under that canon, um, her uh, the Roman um, rearticulation of the deity, uh, she is explicitly a foreign god. Whereas most of the deities they borrow from other places are integrated as actually they were secretly Roman the whole time. This has a note of that in that she is like a Trojan deity, and Troy is thought of as a spiritual ancestor of uh, of Rome, but. Um, it, it, it's much more explicit about her being taken from somewhere else, mm-hmm. both metaphysically um, and literally. As um, upon the uh, uh, the reason that Sibella was integrated into the Roman pantheon is uh, during the Punic Wars against Carthage, there was a period of um, a poor harvest, and res- uh, as a consequence of this, um, the the senators of Rome, right, the, the old wise men of Rome, consulted what was called uh, the Sibylline Oracle, um, a, a book of prophecies that had been acquired by a king of Rome hundreds of years ago at that point, and uh, it recommended in such a circumstance that Rome should adopt this particular foreign deity, Sibella, from Anatolia. And they literally sent a delegation to go and steal her holy stone and bring it to Rome, a physical object. And um, and they did this uh, through military force, went into foreign territory and physically took another country's god. That's what the that's what the that's what an empire means when they say adopt. <laughs> adopt I mean that I think that's also like kind of how adoption works now I mean yeah the system's not great and the people who are like it's oh I want to adopt they really just go in and take a child very Roman tradition of take everything that's not nailed down and then come back for the nail for the things that are nailed down later um, but it, I did have a spike of hope. I looked at the camera and uh, made a shocked face when you made the point because um, Sibele is also the reason why there is no king. There was no king of Rome because oh. he was he, he was the last king because how dare, like the, the story you were, uh, the, the Sibylline oracles came and, um, or, came and offered the books three books next day it was two books because she had burned one of them ah. and then uh it exorbitant for three it was the price of like half the kingdom in, right, in right. one telling that i heard it and was then, an impossible price right yeah and then three uh, three books down to two down to one um and the king and finally that, purchased it at the original price for all three yeah and that did serve well. It was just you didn't. You could have just. Why'd you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> and I don't think I think that um, the, there's because there is famine. We are, like there's not famine in the in the definitive sense, but we are we are not. Um, starving for food deserts. We have a lot of them. Um, uh, that's a that's a that's an accidentally cruel pun. Um, I did it, it 
pun not intended, but we we have a ton, we have a ton of food deserts where people don't have access to be to making their own food, which is what a famine is, um, or a famine was back in the day, and what a famine is. It's just we can import things to make us feel safe, um, like a cheeseburger <laughs> when cows don't live here. I don't know how to make cheese from a cow. Wow. Oh, totally. And I don't okay, have okay. the patience. Um, but I don't think that our that the uh, that oppressive regimes at this moment have the wherewithal to um, accept the mother goddess that would help them mm. in the moment. Okay. Not that I'm I trying mean, to. Uh, like cater well, for, uh, for conversion to a thing. I just I don't want the repressive regime to exist. So I'm a little re- I'm a little joyful that that seems like not a thing that they're gonna be able to do, or that they're probably won't let them do. Later just, in this year, <laughs> when uh, when Mars is in Gemini, um, it will be. The uh, the autumn, the winter, uh, and, and the winter of next year, basically, um, mm-hmm. and it is exactly during these times that we are expected to see uh, widespread famine across uh, the global south as a consequence of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that that makes sense. That's that sucks. Uh, well, do you want to go into Copic's image? Because it's a slur. That's it. <laughs> Let's talk about Ptolemy's deity first. Oh, oh, Ptolemy okay. here has Cyclops. Uh, this is just me stalling because Copic's image is... Uh, it's um, not like there's nothing there. It's a slur. <laughs> it's, there's a point, but it's a... Like, why? He's not the, the he's book not the was one written in 2005. It. The book was yeah. written in 2005. I don't know if it was written in 2005. I think it was, though. We're still waiting on the re release, either way. Yes, yes. Dear Copic, maybe change maybe don't the image. Slur. Maybe, maybe don't slur. Maybe don't slur. And you know, we don't mean the enunciation part because you're a Gemini and you have the enunciation part down. It's just, maybe don't <laughs> slur. Anyhow, the Copics image is the, the child of, no, it's it's the child of Hermes and Aphrodite, but the term that's used in the English, uh, which it's is- It's a slur for yeah. uh, trans and intersex people, yeah. Um, yeah. Which uh, the point being made there is uh, to describe uh, this Deccan's energy as um, a singular thing which uh, per a construction of metaphysics should logically be simultaneously two opposites. Yes. Like Like the fact that yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking of the where, you know, different ways like Venus and Mars being co-rulers this or the decade. sun and moon the twilight yeah. is maybe what i would go with mm-hmm. um but but yeah uh <laughs> what, what do you have to say about cyclops <laughs> i didn't i just saw it before then and i was like but there is a Lack of, well, there, there. I don't want to say this about Gemini because there's enough Gemini hate, but there's this section of Gemini does have, does provide opinions that are not depth focused. Like, I'm think like, eat like, I have our my my brother and my father both have ascendants in this decade, okay. and. My arguments with them, they are so easily thwarted or confa- or angry at me. <laughs> or just like, yeah. It's not 
it can provide a point of view that's a little bit um, not one some uh, a dear friend of mine who I respect on all other counts because they're not merc they're they're not ruled by this placement. Um, the their Mercury, which is uh, which has associations with their politics, their Mercury placement is in this deck, and they are libertarian, which oh, is good. what is what is the more shallow than Cyclops a libertarian. A, <laughs> what is the Cyclops but a libertarian? Someone who has the power to affect change because the Cyclops of is a um, giant. The Cyclops is a giant, and it has the and like the original Cyclops were. Um, children of um guy and uranus uh and yeah cyclops i'm thinking of is the most the most recent cyclops in memory is the one who was killed by nobody right right because by metaphor right i mean obviously Mm -hmm. this isn't true of actual people but you know having one eye being myopic lacking Mm -hmm. peripheral vision and depth perception is um a an inability to process the world fully yeah Mm -hmm. and and also okay so like insofar as um, the metaphor i was sorry okay okay the metaphor i was thinking of with the eye uh the one-eyed deity is sauron Uh, oh okay he's so consumed by oh i see i see this this man in the west who has a claim to the throne that I don't like, the Numenor throne, and um, he is so focused on that that he doesn't re- recognize the closer threat is hobbits. And there is a, there is a shallow focus uh, mm-hmm. to conquest, to um, possessing yeah. this land and destroying it, destroying its productive output. Yeah. Um. But yeah, okay, so like, uh, insofar as the metaphor of a trans or intersex person is, um, or, or the twilight, is something that uh, by a given logic, right, not by fact, but only per metaphysics, should not exist, is a contradiction of terms. Like, you can look at the twilight and say, I boast that it is daytime and night, and be equally correct. Um, and yeah, uh, just you know, okay. So for for the the point of uh, of um, transparency, we are both trans, yeah. and neither of us are intersex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To the best of our knowledge, right? We could. But, yeah. Um, I, I've seen it. Like, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, either um, way, that is the perspective that we are speaking from, and. Uh, it, it definitely, I mean, it, there is a liminality to it, to being told one thing per the prescriptive metaphysics of the time, mm-hmm. and to have to uh, see past that, the shallow focus of that metaphysics, and um, discern the underlying facts of the matter. Yeah. There, like, that, that is an interesting thing. It, it, it Hermaphrod, like her, Hermes and Aphrodite, as opposites that are blending, are, is interesting. Mm-hmm. I like the story is weird. Like the, the myth is just a, a like a a, myth, a a misunderstanding of how trans folks come about. Really, most totally. of the time, but there is an interesting. There's something interesting in the combination of, of Venus and Mercury there. And that Mercury is queer and Venus is queer. Venus is... Totally. Uh, Ishtar is, has the power to change man to woman and woman to man. Right. Uh, and her chosen people are... Are, her, yeah, yeah. are transgender variant intersex, yeah. Yeah. And... Like like the technicality that Venus has dignity in Virgo even though she's fallen through triplicity through, through, through triplicity uh, yeah and True. Uh, Mercury uh, Mercury doesn't really benefit from that Mercury's mm-hmm. just kind of there Mercury's there as fertility I was just, uh, weird and that's metaphysics yeah yeah uh, 
Mercury and Aphrodite combine to make the the understanding the fact, of metaphysics not the the evil. material fact which contra- like which contradicts and pushes mm-hmm. forward metaphysics. Yeah, like the like the. That Mercury is always there is the is the interesting thing. But you like Mercury is you rarely see Mercury unless you have really good eyes and a very clear sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like uh, the idea of by mere existence, trans and intersex people contradict um, this standing belief of a gender binary, which mm-hmm. Gemini or Gemini is all about binaries and contradictions in metaphysics yeah yeah yep this this sign is when when we think of Mer- when we go to mercury mercury is prefect of contests super gay loves loves the boys in the in their uh, workout outfits which is not any outfit at all but no uh that's true huh prefect of contests they like it's comparing because these two are both the greatest uh, these two are both the greatest um runners in their in their town how can like it's deciding what two can be true and then also venus's presence gives you the social decorum of no don't say that you are don't say you seven-year-old don't say that you're better than the people who've been around since your grandpa was old, was born. Uh, like so, social decorum without giving up understanding the facts. Hmm. <laughs> Whereas Virgo gets the more uh, gets more of the uh, I need <laughs> I, I need the thing to happen. I need the I need to process the reality before. Hmm. Um, like there's social decorum in Virgo. I'm not saying Virgos are uncouth. I just know a few that are. Um, I just got scolded by my planetary hours timer. <laughs> I dealt an insult, and then it was like Saturn. <laughs> like that's rude. Uh, my apologies. I don't think all Virgos are like that. I just think like 30% of you are like that. Uh, Venus and Mercury are also the only two planets that um, are interior relative to the Earth. Ah, yeah. Yep. Venus and Mercury are the are our two closest neighbors. And the two closest neighbors of every planet, every item in the galaxy, on average. Right, right. Especially Mercury, yeah. Yeah. The moon is technically our neighbor, but really, she said let She's our satellite. Yeah. She, she's our tenant. The one that pays the rent, so don't nuke her. Please don't mm-hmm. nuke the moon. Please don't nuke the moon. I don't know where I fall on that debate. It's a, it's a, it's a bit, not a debate, but <laughs> would you rather nuke the moon or giraffes? What? Giraffes get all the drafts in the world in one place and nuke them or nuke the moon do i have the option of not i take the option of not i i wouldn't give you the option of not but you can take it hmm. i think actually we should take up all the nukes and put them in the sun wow you just you just went all the way all the way for the big gun no more symbols of power <laughs> no more symbols of power in the universe. I vote we nuke Chiron. Mm, mm. <laughs> I've been, I've found benefit from working with Chiron, but I wouldn't stop you from nuking him. I mean, okay, so uh, <laughs> that brings up probably a conversation for later. But um, gotcha. if we did transform Mercury you know, hundreds, thousands, probably millions of years down the line. Mm -hmm. If we disassembled the matter of Mercury and constructed a Dyson sphere, would the significations of Mercury no longer be? 
or would it simply track on with the same math or would it be simply constant and ever present okay so you're saying if we took if we took if the planet mercury transformed it into a into thing a that... dyson swarm that okay. is constantly in every position all around the sun i see oh so um, it would just actually be in permanent kazemi yeah yeah it would be in permanent kazemi yeah no so i don't think it would be i think the i think the significations would change that would make sense and then we'd find out that there like something with the um, way that the galaxies are aligned are an astro clock for stars where mm-hmm. you can you can look at the sun's birth chart and be like so at this moment in time your um your your inhabit the inhabitants of the third planet from you will make it so that you are encased in the smallest planet near you <laughs> <laughs> and so that happens that happens you're just going to be clothed in the tiniest planet now i'm imagining apollo in a halter top and i'm really liking it oh my goodness <laughs> i was imagining the sun in a halter top and then it turned and it, this, the, the, the sphere of the sun became just a human. A halter top human. which possesses the consciousness of Hermes. Yo, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, uh, the terms. <laughs> the terms! Uh, we have uh, the final two degrees uh, of the eight degree Jupiter term. We have the full five degree term of Venus from 12 to 17. And then we have the first three degrees of the seven degree Mars term from 17 to 20. Jupiter, Venus, Mars. Jupiter, Venus, Mars. The benefics, and we have the touch of Mars. Venus is fully contained within this decan. Correct. Which is. So nice. yeah, the emergent metaphysics of material facts, which drive competition, um, argument, contradiction, yeah. conflict. That you know that is a pretty direct narrative right there. Yep. yep. Based on what we've been talking about. <laughs> and then <laughs> next decan starts with Mars, and we can talk about Mars bias. Yeah. That was a yeah. lame pun. Yeah. You can at me about it. Just also tip me. Or you can tip me without adding me. Just that's possible too. And then um yeah, this decan is opposite the Sagittarius 2, which is the nine of wands, and I would say has a lot to do with basically just the narrative of space-time as an embodied fact. Yeah. Synthetic accumulation of history, which that's we the, then continue to observe and delineate. That's the best explanation of, best concise explanation of uh, the Nine of Wands I've ever heard, because it translates to basically existing is tiring and <laughs> stupid um, as being, yeah. Yeah. This being opposed to Nine of Wands is so interesting. Um, or the Nine of Wands being opposed to this decade is interesting because cruelty versus responsibility, I believe, is the strength. Strength. Cruelty versus strength. Ah. Uh, uh, and just it just like it paints a picture of like the the. Cruelty and strength are not necessarily one and the same. You do you need power for both, but you uh, strength is cruelty. Uh, cruelty is strength gone uh, rancid. Yeah. 
And yeah. with Jupiter and Mars co-present in Aries, I hope it doesn't go rented. But we'll see how, um, we'll see if we can get rid of the rancidity of strength, uh, if we can have strength not go rancid in August and September and October and November and December. It'll be and good. January and February and March when we get a retrograde across these decades that we've been talking about. So, takeaways: go worship foreign deities. You don't, don't, don't do that just because I said. But um, feel free to, just for these ten days, or like the next eight, from when this is posted. Ignore the fact uh, that I'm getting notifications on my phone during this it's podcast. Me. It's, uh, it's for after. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Alrighty. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, I I have said my piece, I believe. I have also said my piece. Ooh, more on Lord of the Rings. Uh, so I think actually, Jared Tolkien has a midheaven here. Oh, oh, that, you know, I mean, it does feel pretty We don't do celebrity talking. marketing or celebrity chart, it, chart talking much, but I did bring up a quote from him earlier, and I have been talking about, I have been... It is, pre- it is a pretty Lord of the Rings. Channeling thing. him, basically, the entire night, even before I was singing to the... <laughs> to the clubhouse chat the uh, Lord <laughs> of the Rings song Tolkien birth chart what say you Bing I use Bing because I'm too lazy to upload Google Chrome on this new computer January 3rd he's a Capricorn logical Oh, look, it's a Virgo, I trust. He's a Virgo rising. So he does have a midheaven here. Um, he does have a midheaven here. I, uh, Pluto and Neptune are retrograde in the previous decade. Uh, Pluto and Neptune retrograde. In the decan called... Interference. Interference. Yep. Damn. Yep. That's Damn. the man who wrote the book <laughs> series that came that real movie. Um, All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, he has a midheaven here. Um, there's just so much. Uh, he's a linguist. He, he he is a linguist. There's a lot. There's a, he's a linguist for stuff. He translated Beowulf, and that helped that uh, inspired him in. Uh, things of the Bale. Hobbit. Goodness. Yeah. And that's why the lore of the books is that he just found a book, that uh, the Red Book of Westmarch that he started translating. Um, it, it's, it's such a deep lore. Um, and there's not much that I wanted to talk about on his chart. It's just I had I wanted to bring a link to him. That's why I'm thinking of him. Uh, and yeah, the the villain is often being it just in a one-eyed angel. Force, force and power of divinity, uh, force and power of, law. Of, of a deity, and then the ability to act as pure law without the perspective of one mm. with the perspective of selfishness yeah because um like sauron's of a lineage he learns he learned the the to discard the the the, the goodness of the world um more the the first morgoth angel fallen uh, or Ainur fallen 
wants to oppose uh, the creations of the divine by creating his own things and having it all be his own um, hashtag patents and oh you can't have the rights to this someone oh oh this someone is trying to sue mariah carey for having for 20 million dollars for having a song have the same name as a song that they had written beforehand that is ridiculous it's ridiculous no they're this they're is not very gonna win against mariah carey this is a mariah, very patent kind of deck and you're you're right to break that up mariah carey once won a um once uh sued someone for wasting their time jesus christ like she sued her ex-fiance and uh the ex-fiance settled out of court so she won um, jesus christ and that's what you do if ever a billionaire or a millionaire wastes your time do it uh, <laughs> if you have the resources gouge them it's the only thing that's right um anyhow that's why did I bring Mariah Carey I mean you're right to bring up patents that is very yeah. distracting Oh yeah, it's patents that the patents people are. I want the, like embodied the, metaphysics, cruelty. The, I want to own this. I want to have. Private I want to subject this idea to my will. When that idea isn't yeah. yours. No, you know what? That is that is it. Is the privation of thought is this second? Yeah. The because if if we're gonna align it with cruelty, it is the. Because Gemini, also Gemini is eighth from Scorpio, which is, it's the secrets kept from secrets. Oh, um, interesting. So it's the, it's the fact that I, I can't, uh, I can't expand my, I can't uh, say post or publish a book with um, the almost genealogical knowledge that I have with of Lord of the Rings and expanding and expand philosophy on that because it's still under it still belongs to the Tolkien estate uh, some 50 years after his death yeah almost exactly 50. this is ridiculous uh, it's, it's a crime against humanity yeah this is the decade of crimes against humanity I guess shout out Gemini we love y'all we love y'all so much <laughs> Unless your son is here, in which case, fuck you. Stop your crimes. <laughs> Don't stop. We love it. Um, Just uh, definitely devise a plan to cause every Starlink satellite to simultaneously crash into the Earth. Yes. Continue your crimes. Robin Hooded. Robin Hooded. Right. Yeah. Robin of Hood. Is that a guy that exists? No, wait, no, yeah, no, he's fake. Apocryphal figure. Ah, damn. It would be nice if they... <laughs> we have his birth chart. We do have Ned Kelly's birth chart, probably. He was a real person. He plays Robin Hood? No. He, Who's Ned he, Kelly? He uh, basically was Robin Hood in Australia. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see, let's see. Do we have a natal chart? December 1854. So there's Wildly not an exact month. No, not Edward Kelly. Not Edward Kelly? Not Edward Kelly. Different person. An Australian bush ranger, outlaw, gang leader, and convicted police murderer. That's who we. That's who we want. Cop killers for the win. Uh, for, <laughs> for birth time, birthday not known. December 1854. Sadder. Um, we don't know his birthday. Goodness. That's upsetting. That's so sad. His father was born in 1820. So. 1854 his father had him at 34 uh, that would be a 
11th house year having your kid in your 11th house year it's his father card well okay yeah uh, okay to call no, it there's no it's a good place to call it it's a good place to call it this is a this is a Wild long thing, thing. yeah all right thank you for watching the friends with benefits podcast it has been a good time happy pride happy 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 pride give yeah. us all of your money it's venus remediation it is it is it true. truly is i have a taurus stellium and emerald is a taurus rising it'd be a venus remediation if it weren't a true remediation of giving money to trans people yes and it is a true remediation so give us your money <laughs> Give me your fucking night! Shout out fine reference. It was a fine reference. I'm not being oh, violent. Unless you don't give us your money. In which case, give us your money. Anyhow, at Emrose DeLeon, at Astro underscore Lodge on Twitter. Emerald, you can be, you can be found at Emrose DeLeon basically everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I am at Witchin underscore lounge on TikTok and Instagram. Which in the you know how to spell the word. I have a the new magic Tumblr witch. recently. Ooh. Also go follow Tumblr. Also I'm Rose de Leon. Where also I'm posting Rose de Leon. longer form content. I am Witchin Lounge on Tumblr without the underscore. I am not posting there. I'm retweeting like I'm retweeting. I'm Reblogging. <laughs> Maybe once a month. Right. Um, if you message me that you cash out to me to post on Tumblr, I will start posting on Tumblr. <laughs> I may it's or may not, not do format. that without the without the money incentive, but it's Pride Month. Give me your money. Indeed. That's a great note to end this on. That's a great note to end this on. Happy okay. Pride. Happy, Happy Pride. Pride. Enjoy the rest of Gemini season. See you in like eight days, 12 days, 13 days, four days. Shortly. Shortly. Eventually. Three days, um, actually. Yeah, shortly. Yep, three days. Okay. Bye bye. Recording stopped.